summary of Maimer Vayom Hashem al Moshe on Dafnon Zion, Parashas Vayera. So the Pasuk, which the Maimer starts with, states that Hashem told Moshe and Aaron that Aaron should take his staff and throw it on the floor and it will turn to a snake. Then the magicians, Aaron did that, and the magicians of Paris saw this and they copied him. They threw their staff onto the floor and it also turned to a snake. Then uh, to snakes. Then Aaron's staff turned back into a staff and swallowed all this, all the other staffs. So we need to understand what's the meaning of this staff turning into a snake, back into a staff, and swallowing the other snakes. What the other staffs? What's this about? So to understand this, we first have to understand the idea of Mitzrayim spiritually and what was ha- what was really happening here. So we know that. Uh, there's before Hashem created uh, the organized worlds, which is basically all the four worlds from Atsilus until Asiya, spiritual worlds, physical worlds, but they're all organized and they're all systematic. Each one has a little bit less uh, godly energy manifest than the previous one, so that the creations of that world will be able to take it. So higher than that and before that is the world of chaos, and there the spiritual light was too powerful and therefore it shattered. And we've got sparks of this holiness, this godliness within our world, but it's just covered up and therefore it's difficult to notice. So this, but although they're covered up, but really they're godliness, they're just stuck and they need to be helped, they need to be liberated. So uh, that's the that the the fact that they're stuck. That that is what what uh, what clipper is. Clipper means a shell, a cover, a peel, something that doesn't let us see the fruit inside. So really, there's god sparks of godliness all over from Olmatoil, but we don't see it because it's covered by clipper. Now, at the beginning of uh, the Torah, Parshas Brachis, it talks about Gan Eden. Actually, Eden. Is and Gan are two different places. Aden spiritual. Uh, the the pasuk says that there was a river coming out of Aden in order to give water to the Gan to the garden, meaning that the garden was being sustained from a river that came from Aden. So so Aden spiritually is uh, Chachma, and uh, the the reason is because Aden really represents the beyond the unlimited and Chachma is what receives uh, from the unlimited from and, and the beyond. And that's why in, in the person, Chachma is what takes from the subconscious and just lets the subconscious express itself. So it's taking in from the beyond. Then the river continues uh, to bring the light of Chachma, which is the source in the light of Ein Sof, down through uh, the highest world of Atsilus, all the way until the garden, which is Malchus. And then from Malchus, Malchus is what gives space for other, and therefore from Malchus the river splits into four rivers because in Bria, in, in the low worlds of Biyah, we have division, and therefore the, the river splits into four. And uh, just like with the phys- physical river, rivers, each one may have different qualities. One may be wider or narrower, longer or shorter, sweeter, clearer or or more bitter or murky. It's the same thing spiritually that every river has a different type and different amount of spiritual energy. So the river of Egypt, which represents the spiritual source of Egypt, has the the most sparks of godliness uh, there. And therefore, 
The purpose of the Marcos in general, and in particular the first one of the snake, the, the before the Marcos introduction is the staff turning into a snake and turning back into a staff, eating the other staffs. So what's the purpose of all of this? Like the Pesach says, that Egypt should know that I am Hashem. And that's the purpose of the Marcos, to see Hashem's power. But there's another meaning here. The Yodo also means that they should, to break them. There's a Pesach in Shaftim that talks about the Gidon punishing uh, the people of the city who didn't help him in a battle and he used this word viado. Uh, so it means to break Mitzrayim. And when Mitzrayim is broken, when Klippa is broken, then we find the godliness, the godly sparks within. And for the Jewish people, they didn't need miracles. They already believed in Hashem. But for Mitzrayim, they needed these um, the, the ten plagues and all the miracles in order to break their their uh, ego and their feeling that I am the center and I control my myself and, my, uh, and uh, without Hashem's help. And that had to be broken to find the sparks of godliness within. So therefore, the start of this was the miracle with the staffs and, and the turning into a snake and then back. Why? Because mate represents the downward flow of spiritual energy, whereas a snake represents clipper. So when we see clipper, we see uh, uh, something covering godliness, declaring its own independent existence. So we have to call that out and say, you think that's a snake? Really, it is a holy staff. And that is the beginning of the Marcos in order to show that really everything is Hashem. So, uh, so this answers our questions, and uh, and uh, the message is very powerful. That uh, really everything is godliness. Sometimes it's concealed, but we can call it out and say, "No, you think that this is a snake? Really, there's no genuine opposition because all is Hashem." on Daphnun Zion. Of Tara'ara, this is the second mimer on this daf. So the mimer begins with the pasuk that Hashem tell, says to Moshe, tell the Jewish people that, that I will take you out of, e- of Egypt. And this is the first of the four expressions of Ge'ullah. And after, and then after those four, so there's and then afterwards there's a fifth expression as well. It says, Behevesi, I will take the, you to Eretz Yisrael. So to understand the meaning of this, first of all, this, this idea of getting out of Egypt is something which is a constant uh, mitzvah to remember, and it's something constantly within the Jewish psyche. And we have to always remember Yitzhak Mitzrayim and imagine that it, that it's happening, that it happened to us. And this is because it's important, uh, it's an important uh integral part of who we are as a yid and, and the state of our neshama coming up to Hashem to explain. So simcha uh, is related to uh, to uh, when we understand and reflect 
on ideas about Hashem and understanding of Hashem. And uh, like it says, that uh, when the mother of children is happy, the mother spiritually is Bina, because the understanding of Bina, the meditation and reflection of Bina gives birth to children, gives birth to a love of Hashem, and that creates joy. In other words, when when we're able to rise above and connect Hashem to mentally and emotionally, that creates joy. But there's a much more powerful spiritual joy as well. This is because anything we understand is limited. Any uh, revelation of godliness uh, to us, normally it's limited. Hashem is involved in the world and Hashem uh, makes his presence uh, to, a, uh, to a degree manifest and uh, uh, noticeably involved, but only in a limited way. And this is, this is through uh, many tzimtzumim, which are contractions, and helamis, concealment, through the sphere of malchus, which uh, gives space to the other by having only a limited amount of light. So therefore, when we try to cleave to Hashem through our mind, through our understanding, then it's always going to be limited. Hashem's whole involvement in worlds is only a little ray of Hashem, which is nothing compared to Hashem. Hashem himself is way beyond. However, through Torah and mitzvahs, that's something that's genuinely important to Hashem, and therefore when we uh, learn Torah and do mitzvahs, we're connecting to Hashem himself, not just a little ray, but something that really matters to Hashem himself. And therefore, we should have much more joy. It should be so exciting to us to have an opportunity of learning Torah and doing mitzvahs. This is the only way to truly and deeply connect Hashem. Okay, so this is the idea of Simcha, and Simcha is connected to birth because when you have an idea but it's stuck in your mind it hasn't uh it hasn't led to uh led to uh, a sort of revelation so then uh that's uh, like pregnancy where the fetus is still inside whereas when it uh, comes out when it's revealed in the heart so when the idea in the mind is revealed to the heart and creates a passionate emotion so then that's that's like birth and that brings the simcha to joy but between the mind and the heart, there's a blockage. The blockage is the neck, and this is similar to the difficulty with giving birth. The neck also blocks the mind from giving birth to an emotion, which are the children in the heart. And the neck uh, is, is like Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim means constraints, and then the neck is like this narrow part of the body, and then all the pipes have to go through, the air pipe and the the uh, uh, the uh, veins, the food, the food pipe from the face, etc. And uh, so, so this is uh, where we have these. We, we're we have the we have also the uh, three uh, ministers of Pari, the uh, the butcher, the baker, and the uh, the uh, one who uh, who gives the drinks for Pari, the butler. And uh, so this is when we use. On one hand, we're trying to meditate and reflect about Hashem, but also we have a lot of other things going on in our mind. Everything we're busy with, and our business, and our pleasures, and that all disturbs our minds. The ideas that we learn, this moment that we're learning, why doesn't it give birth to a feeling, to a passion, a love, an excitement? It's because of everything going on in the middle and the neck. So this is similar to uh, pregnancy. By the way, notice that in uh, the spheres, there's uh, two bottlenecks. One is between intellect and emotions, das, right? It's a triangle. And then the other one is before action. 
this netzachayt, so you have both sides, it's wide, and then you sew it, it gets narrow again. You sew it in malchus. So anyways, this is a bottleneck. Uh, and uh, therefore, now what we're asking for is a uh, birth. And which is connected to the Ullah, to redemption. And that's why the Pasuk says, Tell the Jewish people, I am Hashem, this name. And, and then what will happen? I'll take you out of Egypt. I'll take you out of the constraints. And this will happen through through connecting to Hashem himself to Torah, which is beyond the world. And in particular, Torah uh, Shev It says that, uh, that uh, whenever we learn Torah, when we read Torah, Hashem is reading opposite us. And therefore, this uh, connection to Hashem. Uh, let lets us break through this this constraint and 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 uh, really connect. But this is only sort of level one, the first redemption. But then there's a second redemption, which is Vehevesi. Hashem says, "I'll take you to Eretz Yisrael." Eretz Yisrael, the land Malchus represents Tereshav Alper. There's a big difference between Tereshav the written Torah, and Tereshav the oral Torah. The written Torah has an exact amount of words and letters. The main thing is not understanding. It's those. It's just about the words, holy words. Whereas Tereshav it keeps on growing. The, the, you start off with a Pasuk, then a Mishnah, then a Gemara, then the Mepharshim on the Gemara, etc., etc. Torah keeps on growing. And uh, so this is uh, the idea of Tereshav uh, and uh, and with church pets, it is very important to understand the words are less important. And uh, this is the sort of uh, second and deeper stage of uh, of redemption. True, when we learn Torah, uh, the written Torah is called Mikra, which Mikra means we normally translate it as like scriptures, but Mikra is also to call out that we're calling out to Hashem um, and, and bringing down Hashem onto us. But we are still, there's us and there's Hashem and we're bringing Hashem, we're calling Hashem and beckoning Hashem onto us. But with Tarash we are one with Hashem. Hashem is talking through our mouth. We have an idea and that idea is Torah. So uh, with Tarash is a deeper union, a deeper cleaving and coming together with Hashem. And uh, therefore, <clears throat> the pastor continues that I'll bring you to the land, and it says Hashem Asasis Yadi, to which uh, uh, I I uh, I, I uh, carry my hands. An idea of uh, hand and carrying the hands. Um, I raise my hands in in lit- literally. We, we might translate this as Hashem raises hand in promise that He promises to give it to Avraham Yitzchak and Yaakov. But raising of the hand also represents this idea that Tereshuah Peir, while it's only the hand, not the head, it's Malchus, not Chachma. It deals with agriculture and business and arguments. But you can raise the hands to be above the head. And similarly here, Tarash Valpeh reaches a level of oneness with Hashem beyond Tarash Yibachsav. And uh, to, to, then the Pasa continues to be uh, an inheritance. I give it as an inheritance on the Hashem that we have Hashem in us. But in order to reach this, uh, we have to, uh, it all depends on us and, and our feelings in our heart. We have to really want closeness to Hashem. We have to really want to be free spiritually, to have birth, redemption. And this is why we have to mention the Exodus, Yetzirah Mitzrayim, every day and every morning, every night, because remembering the Exodus 
is is about uh, revealing our our oneness with Hashem, how Hashem is one with Hashem, being out of all constraints and blockages that covers this truth. And that's why in Vayoma, which talks about Yitzhiya Mitzrayim, it also says to make Hashem our God because that's what Yitzhiya Mitzrayim is about. And that le- that allows us to have uh, not just the redemption, but behavesi to be taken to Eretz Yisrael, which is about the oneness with Hashem uh, achieved through learning Torah Shabbat Peh.